Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, hi, and Jordan. I like your cut, G. This week we're going to be taking a look at Witness by Benjamin Booker, released in 2017, and it was picked by Nick. Um, so what made you choose this album, Nicholas? Uh, I kind of want wanted to pick a... My initial thought in picking my album for this week was just picking a shorter album because I knew I was going to have a ton of homework at the beginning of the year. Like <laughs> Thank uh, you for blessing us all. Actually. Of course, of course. And I usually do like uh, like longer albums, longer songs, and stuff like that. But um, uh, I thought this one was kind of a perfect fit because it, it was kind of lost in my uh, library of music. And I just kind of came just kind of wondered upon it like i was just scrolling through my library to find something last week uh, uh i think it was i don't remember when but um to to find something to listen to because i was i kind of wanted to do a rap album this week and then uh i found like a 19 minute rap album that i was like "Ooh, this is probably gonna work and then i came upon this and i was like now nah, I'm gonna do this one. <laughs> so, so we'll we'll thanks. <laughs> of, of course, Jordan. I know. I know you really like rap is one of your least favorite genres. So <laughs> I'm glad we could stay away from it, <laughs> j- just for your sake. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. Uh, it. I appreciate it. But uh, but yeah, I think this one clocks in in like 35 minutes around there. I think yeah, it's somewhere like 32, 33. I think yeah. But I, uh, it, it's kind of like kind of like Mechanical Bull, kind of like. Uh, sound and color albums that i've picked in the past that have been like kind of like just uh pillars in my life in a way so mm-hmm. w- wanted to throw this one in the mix I-, I try not to pick like it seems like all of my picks have been very influential to, to me like and oh well, i mean that's kind of like a driving force behind why we started this podcast anyway yeah. so i get it mm-hmm. my and next it, pick it, is definitely going to be that like fall into that category for me so don't be don't be scared okay? yeah yeah I, it, it's kind of just the way it's wound up it hasn't been how i've tried to pick everything it's just mm-hmm. been like oh yeah i found this oh yeah i love to listen to this i, I uh, i'll talk about it it's just the way the cookies crumbled yeah <laughs> whatever whatever what does it put your goat in, in an inner tube yeah that's vixen picking her sister's thing whatever puts your goat in an inner tube i think and maybe it's more than their thing, but that's where I originally heard it. Uh, so if it's not original, then they're liars. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I just finished uh, some wine. It was very bad. Oh, see, I'm, I'm <laughs> sipping on some nice peach. That's why I don't drink. Yeah, not a, it's pretty good. Uh, well, you drink sometimes, Jordan. Sometimes, but I feel like I drink like 2,000% less than the average American, dude. Yeah, I guess. You want a cookie? <laughs> dude, I was just I was, wasn't trying, star? that wasn't supposed to be a flex, dude. That was just like <laughs> I was just stating I don't like alcohol. I'm just like, I did get off my fucking dick, bro. Okay. Whoa, Anyways, whoa, 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 whoa. I just peaked the peaked hell out of my audience. Green, bro. Um, okay. So, where, 
we've already gone off track. We're in, like the first five minutes in. Um, we we always talk about like we always say in these podcasts like oh we're off track. We have to get back on it. Like we, <laughs> it's just it's just part of the the thing. Like well, exactly that's true. That's, that's, that's like why you would listen to this podcast. Yeah. I, I doubt many people really like love to hear our exact thoughts about you know music that people probably don't even care about you know yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, um, we're, we're not song psych on tiktok what what's her, i forget her name i think it's Devin something but she's on it dude i don't know she she i don't know yeah, what you're talking about she has about. a great tiktok page we're not fantana maybe we've and got the personality but we don't have the we're not cole kushner right. we're just we're, we're just not three guys Kush daddy we just out. start listing people who are better at what we're doing than us. <laughs> but you should um, listen. Hey, to but them, that's why we don't make money on it. Also, appreciate our our indie casual. It's our brand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I hadn't. I don't think I've ever heard. Maybe like you playing his music in the car, but I was like completely, like. No knowledge, no reference of Benjamin Booker other than I knew that you liked him. Yeah. Um, I know that his first album is a lot, I think it's a lot different. It's just a lot more um, energetic. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of okay. the songs are, uh, it's almost like punk alternative in a way. Like like it's, it's it's uh, you know, Right On You, the intro song from this album. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, uh, most of the songs are like that. Oof. Oof? <laughs> are you not a right on you fan? I think that one and the last song are my least favorite. Oh really? Yeah. I could yeah. like I could I just want a big fan, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they're they're different in they're different in feeling than more of the 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 more like gospel or um just like blues influence songs on the album. Like you can hear dirty guitar tones and like fuzzy guitar in, in basically every song on the album, but the right the, yeah. the slower tempo is is present it isn't present in in those songs all all is well kind of at the very end but mm-hmm. it's a oral crick oh sorry sorry no I, I was done what were you saying i was gonna say just to interject just i didn't i didn't say where if, if i knew this guy before or not um before we got into the, the more stuff you know i was gonna say i haven't heard of this guy before <laughs> you know yeah and sadly, this album's titled Witness as a witness to how bad it no, is. <laughs> oh, I was, gonna, I was like, what? What are you? <laughs> Damn, bro. <clears throat> witness a, the that murder that is this album. <laughs> oh, okay. Ouch. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it was, it was okay, Nick. It was okay. Um, maybe not my favorite in the whole entire world, you know? Yeah, I, but, I figured. Uh, I figured. It was uh, it was it was my 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 favorite song was uh, motivation. Oh yeah, nice. I I liked his that, voice. That's kind of surprising to me, honestly. Really? Yeah. Why? It has a well, just the the beginning of the song is like just strings and acoustic guitar. <laughs> goes more into like bass and drums later in the song but yeah, the beginning is actually one of my favorites too well that's cool that's cool it's it's one of my favorite songs of the album too and it's it's not one of the like lead singles or anything 
I don't. You're think... talking about right on you? Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Motivation, motivation. motivation. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was just saying because uh, uh, I don't know why, but when it's like. Like those guitar strings are a little different. They don't sound like regular. It's like the it's like when like someone's holding like all the strings and like then they're strumming it kind yeah, of. Yeah, like you know? like it's it's muted and it's kind of like yeah a, yeah. It's like a. I know what you're talking about. It's like a sub yeah, yeah. drum. It doesn't ring out. It's just yes it's there yes. To like I really the rhythm. Yeah, I I actually I actually really like like that kind of like uh, muted guitar strings. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's that's in motivation, right? That you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, and I like his voice. I was like, and he just kind of like, kind of he kind of peaks in and out with his voice, like yeah, not peak, you know, but like, I, like, but like fades in and out, yeah, like, right? Or he, right. he like comes in, says something, and then comes out and says something. Yeah, it's very whispery. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know. I like. I feel like every time I listen to this album, I just I never had a moment where I was like, oh, like yes, I get this. Yeah, I could honestly I don't see know. that too. I like I, I don't know, and I do want to check out his other work, uh, to see how that is. But I, I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. Like there was no point listening to the album where I was like, oh man, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, I don't know. He just there was nothing that was like crazy about. It. Although I did really like uh, "Truth Is Heavy." I actually did like that song. Okay, yeah. I like heavy. "Believe" and "Off the Ground" too. Just to put it out there real quick. You said "Believe" oh. and "Off the Ground." Yeah, off the ground had a little bit of a faster pace, like kind of like a rock and rolly, you know, yeah. like the that's the that's the one that's like hardly working and it's been hardly working, hardly working, hardly It's like the slowest song on the album, and then it turns into the fastest song on the album. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I like the slow part, but sometimes, sometimes in songs, okay. I know I don't like slow parts in songs or like slow songs, but if there's like a shift, if, if there's a slow part because it's gonna get fast, sometimes I end up liking that a lot. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a tempo change. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You should, uh, you should check out uh, Foreplay by Boston. No. <laughs> no, I, I think you're I'm, right. just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Send it. Send it in the song Rex. I will. I'll throw it in. The, I'll throw it in. The I, f- I feel like you listen to it. I feel like your dad might have showed you that song, Jordan. He's like he he Probably. likes classic rock, right? Well, yeah, but we didn't listen to like a ton, a ton past my childhood, gotcha. and like at that point, it was like, um, again, it was like Uncle Cracker and like, uh like Chris Daughtry, like yeah. that kind of rock. That was the, it, it, it mm-hmm. was like new age rock. for that time, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Right. But it, I, I really didn't listen to any, like, uh, I see my baseball coach was the one that introduced me. He'd always play like, uh, dynamite, like TNT. Oh yeah. yeah, t- yeah it's it's TNT by ACDC. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he played a lot of those. I've, I could probably remember songs if someone, uh, Someone said it, but I honestly can't. Uh, I I couldn't remember it all for the life of me. Like any other songs, just I just remember. Your baseball coach introduced you to "Shook Me All Night Long." I don't know. 
Wait, is that in that song? It's a it's a ACDC song. It's not that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, you if if you haven't listened to much classic rock, you probably don't know for play long time, but it is a very good song. It's it's an awesome song to play on rock band. Jamie and I. That's a very good one for that. It's also fun to listen to. Yes, Lego Rock Band was really fun too. But Lego Rock Band was interesting. It was a game. I loved it. <laughs> it was. We played. Game. We played a lot of it, especially early on, whenever we were playing a lot of rock band. Because like, my sister was like really young mm. when we first got uh, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were young the whole time. But like, she was like, I don't know, shit, four, five. When it, whenever it came out. But so they had like the very easy mode that would do like the kick drum on the drums for you, and that's yeah. what she did. So we played a lot uh, of that. That's funny. That's cool. Well, yeah. So I don't really know a lot of classical rock um, well we we there's time we can we can show but you. again again i have weird like weird sections of my music genre that's like yeah. uncle cracker and daughtry that's like i was just a, like I, I was a daughtry child too daughtry thrown in Dude. the mix with like three doors down and nickelback and stuff i don't even think nickelback's like like rock star i love that i honestly i honestly don't hate nickelback which no, is like Rockstar is hard to song. say yeah but everybody everybody hates them this is this reason, is the I pro think. nickelback podcast they have yeah something. i don't know <laughs> that i would go pro nickelback but they definitely don't deserve all the hate that anti anti hate nickelback there we <laughs> yeah we're the right. anti hate nickelback podcast. yeah like they're they're an adequate band yeah very i think i i think they got memed on hard and then they and then people wanted to meme harder yeah so they were they one just, of like yeah. they were like one of the first like, Look at this graph. Me meme to hate songs. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And you too. After they put their pre-loaded album <laughs> on Apple Music. Yeah. Gosh, everybody hated that, I dude. So oh my gosh, that that was hilarious. But uh, yeah. So Nick, um, I was gonna ask, what do you like? Like, why do you start? Why do you start listening to this guy? Mm. Um. And where? Yeah, yeah. I like, like, what do you like about the music he makes? Uh. It's a good question. Um, I really, I can't pinpoint when I started listening to listening to this album. I, when I saw that it came out in 2017, um, I googled the exact release date, which I found was June 2nd, 2017, which is mm-hmm. which okay. is right around the time that I think all of us graduated high school. Yeah, um, that was before we graduated. We graduated the sixth. Okay. Well, well, it's a It's like four days before you, <laughs> you show what he meant. <laughs> but, uh, uh, um, I think, I, I don't know for sure, but I think the lead single from the album was Believe. And it's, I don't know if it's my favorite song of the album. It's either that or Witness or Overtime. I really love all those songs. But, um, but Believe has a special place in my heart because... Um, well, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the lyrics and stuff, but like, uh, that, that song drew me to the album and then I listened, I I probably listened to the whole album, man, I I don't even know, like (laughs) the, the, the origins of this album in my life are, are muddy, kind of like mechanical (laughs) board and like, I, I, I I really do not know, like, I, I, I remember being, um, like, uh. I remember just, I know I really enjoyed this album and I can't remember like where I started listening to it. It's just, 
it it seems like it shows up every now and then and it reminds me like hey like like it, it it's a reminder to me that uh that everybody has a lot of the insecurities that are present in the album because the album like all the lyrics in the album are so introspective from songs like uh believe where he talks about doubting religion and um uh truth is heavy where he talks about um like not understanding how someone can love him like as much as they do when it's difficult like it's hard for him to accept that love because he like he doesn't think he's like like a really good person and uh and damn really yeah and like uh the slow drag under is just about uh, like it's called the slow drag under but the main line in the song is isolation isolation and uh and he says the slow drag under after that isolation that you put yourself in is is gradual like you you pull yourself into it it's the slow drag under and then and then you're there and it's hard to get out of it and um over time is like like just so so many of the songs have have a spirit within them that like brings me out of like the emotional valleys of my life if that makes sense oh yeah that's kind of cute (laughs) thank you (laughs) and uh and motivation and overtime are like those like push forward songs like all i need is a little motivation if i want it i can have it if i want it i can have it and overtime is um you have got to work for the good things in this world what is it god yeah, you have to work for the good things. That, no, that that that's that's one of the lines I love from the song. But I was trying to think of the um, the main hook, and I don't think I've written it down. But yeah, just so much of the the album. I love introspective music, like I've talked about before. But the yeah. album is like a is a shining light to me, I guess. Kind of. And and technically. Ugh. Like musically speaking, I like the gospel influences. I like the bluesy influences, and his voice is really yeah. unique and interesting. Like, um, uh, and when you hear him talk, he sounds like his voice is still a little whispery, but I I think his talking voice sounds different than his singing voice, which is also interesting. What what real quick? What, where where have you heard him? Do you mean like talk on the album? Uh, no, just like in interviews and stuff that I've watched it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was like, I was like, I don't. I think he sung the whole album, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, there's no narration or anything. But um, uh, finally, I have to love him because he follows me on Instagram. So yo, yo what? Go. He, he he did a thing when I think. Oh yeah, I can't remember. I'll look it up right now. But yeah, he only has about like 20k followers. He has 18.2k, and when he had like like six seven k 
He, oh, his baby's adorable. He, uh, <laughs> when he had like six his or seven kids. So said, Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a daughter recently. But, oh, um, she's so cute. <laughs> what? When he, um, had six or seven K, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow everyone who follows me. It's just a thing I want to do right now. So he, he follows me. He's my one verified follower. Nice. I'm still grinding for that verified follower. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I, his, his first album is pretty interesting. It's pretty different from this one. And I still like it, but I, I like the, the more calm nature that, that this one takes. Okay, I also want to ask Jamie a question now. Okay. I've been thinking about this as we've been we've been doing stuff. Um, I think Jamie's gone. Bro. What? Wait, Jamie, I'm right here? here. No. Can yeah. you not hear me? <laughs> what? Is he quiet to you, Jordan? Yeah, you're 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 a little quiet, Jamie. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm right here. Um, I mean, I maybe I wasn't talking right at my microphone, but I'm right here. Let me boost you. Okay. Okay, so Nick Nick relates to like a lot of like heartbreak albums and stuff, mm-hmm. like you know, because he's a, a bitch. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, um, just a little. I was just gonna say. Wait, wait, sorry. What, what, Nick? I said just a little yeah, bit. Can... Just a little bit. Yeah, so like, um, when uh, so I like, again, I listen to like pump up music. Let's 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 call it right. Like, I don't usually uh, do a lot of uh. Like, like heartbreak stuff. I was just gonna say, Nick or Jamie, like you being in a relationship for a while, do you still like connect with those kinds of music, or do you kind of just like, like, like do you? I mean, obviously, we've all gone through phases of our life, you know, where we've had a heartbreak. Maybe some more severe than others, you know. I'm not saying any of ours is more severe, you know. We all go through our own things, but I'm saying like, just Jamie, you've been in a relationship for a while now, right? Yes. So like. How does that? This might this 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 might be stupid, but like how how do you, how do you react to that kind of music? Do you like like it still, or does it like kind of just not relate to you, so you don't really like it as much? Uh no, yeah, I, I still like it because that's a very like, you know, that's a very common. Um, oh, what am I trying to say here? That's a very. I still can relate to that because one, okay. I mean, yes, it's like you know you've lived that pain, but also it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I can connect into the like emotional side of my psyche pretty easily. Um, okay. And so that kind of music, it still like, it scratches that itch for me too. Like I can definitely, like, I, I don't know if it's as much as like, it's kind of like the difference between sympathy and empathy maybe. Yeah. Like I don't really feel necessary. Like I'm not walking around like, damn, you know, my heart's broken. But like, if I put on some sad music, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it kind of acts, it's still there. I'm, I still have, I still have a, a part of me that uh, can feel, you know. No, no, one hundred percent, you can feel it. I just like, <clears throat> like I just can't listen to albums that are like entirely like that, you know. Oh, uh, see, I like it. I like, I like, you know, sad, emotive uh, music. I mean, I also like other, like, you know, just straight up like pump up music as well. Yeah, um, I'm trying to like relate to, it to how we are in like real life too. I just like, you know, I, I, think... I like quite a broad spectrum of. Uh, like quite a broad spectrum of uh, music ranging from like sound to also to like the emotional uh, like components of what it's made up of like the subject matter and stuff like that I like I like quite a lot Um, the biggest thing for me is I like it 
especially for um, stuff that's more in this side of music. I just, I like it whenever it feels like genuine and you can tell that like the person is coming from like within themselves and not just saying like, Oh, I'm going to write a song about being sad more like I'm sad. So I'm going to write about it. I like stuff okay. like that more. Yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. And I think that's one of the things that this album does really well. Like uh, the, the issues I have with this album isn't, uh, at, at no point is it an issue with like the subject matter but i just i don't know his voice don't really do it for me mm-hmm. i think is what it was um i didn't hate it uh but like but from like a writing standpoint i mean i enjoyed like the the subject matter of what the songs were um yeah especially like in believe uh like the choruses i just want to believe in something i don't care if it's right or wrong i just want to believe in something i can't make it on my own it or not you probably believe in something mm-hmm. yeah uh i don't know life's a lot harder if you try to make it on your own um Very true. not even necessarily from like a religious standpoint but you know yeah i i guess morality is is built upon you know what you believe to be right and if you don't have any religion at least you have um probably some sort of code of ethics and that's something to believe in so i would say that uh pretty much everyone believes in something uh because life's a lot harder unassisted um yeah i mean i really like like and there's and it kind of goes in seasons as well like i don't like in the fall and winter i probably listen to a lot more of that kind of music um Mm -hmm. but i think that's just seasonally it it feels i don't know it's kind of like the the wine more at peace with my uh, yeah and so it's kind of i find that i tend to listen to um, more of that same kind of music. Uh, like about this time of year, normally I listen to quite a lot of like Jason Isbell and stuff. That's so interesting. Um, yeah, I and I I didn't even really realize it as much until uh, the like Spotify Unwrapped started to become more of a thing. <laughs> yeah, and it would it would go through like you know what you listen to based on like you know every three month period and it it was such a like drastic uh change you could very clearly see when it was like summer versus winter spring and fall are kind of more of a toss-up but that was the biggest one where it was like this is very clearly like different uh tonal palettes <laughs> that make up the two uh, and yeah, i know see, you're i know you're a data fiend so i'm i'm, I'm sure that you had fun <laughs> seeing that oh dude i i wish it would go more specific but yeah Dude, honestly, I I, yeah, I like that too. But uh, uh, I was gonna say I don't really, I don't think I, I don't think seasons affect my uh, really? my listening style that much. Honestly, uh, maybe people produce more 
like summery jams in the summer like you know people aren't playing uh what's that what's the, what was the hot girl summer song wasn't it called hot girl summer are you talking about hot girl i only know hot girl bummer by blackbeard I don't think it was called Hot Girl Summer. I thought there was a song oh. called Hot Girl Summer by uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion? Oh my gosh, wait. How, what is the song? There is. Again? There is. It's, that's probably the one you're talking about. I just don't know it. Like, I know of the song. Hot Girl Bummer is pretty good, though. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I think the first time I heard Way it was than... at your place the other day. What was that? Bright Pink Tams? What was that? <laughs> the album Zach was so mad about because it was terrible. <laughs> so, sorry. This is like sorry, 2018 Blackbeard. album, right? <laughs> okay anyways um like like blueberry fago was another very summery song it's just like like i feel like there's a there's a wave of like pop summery songs yeah. yeah and then like maybe not as much during uh winter but i don't know i just listen to the same music um i listen to the same music kind of uh all throughout the year so I can't really relate a ton, Jamie, okay. which I guess I wish, like, maybe I could, because I could, like, look forward to, like, listening to, like, I don't know, rap doesn't really have a, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't even know if it's that, like, conscious specific. to me, like, I don't go, I, man, I can't wait to listen to sad music in, uh, like, no. <laughs> November. If I want to listen to sad music, you know, in July, I will, uh, but, but, also, it's, I, I guess I listen to more music that's quote-unquote sad but to me it's not really sad it just feels like emotive yeah but vic calls it sad music yeah for sure um but to me it's more just like i don't know it just feels like a more like emotional side of music which i like i like to hear about the um you know the trials and tribulations of uh the artist who is artist form like, like performing <laughs> of, of the human experience of that person who's creating that, that yeah exactly feeling. yeah like i yeah like you like jordan like you said i listen to a lot of heartbreak music and while that is like i don't know that's kind of like i feel like that's kind of halfway true but i feel like i listen to a lot of emotional music like jamie was talking about okay sorry i just i just heard you talk about like like wasn't Willie Nelson's one about? Like, oh yeah, true. Uh, like yeah. his ex-wife or two. I don't know why, but like I'm just like, and I, I don't mean to associate. I'm just like Nick likes heartbreak songs a lot. I think I was just like and, jittering. And I do, I I, I do like like heartbreak songs a lot. I've always and that's because they come from a very emotional place. Yeah, but, yeah, true. But yeah, true. I've I've liked come the, from your belly. What'd you say, Jamie? Come from your belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but I've I've long enjoyed those before i've ever in, endured any sort of heartbreak so it was yeah 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 it's it's just like jamie was saying like i like to experience the the e- emotions of that artist when when it feels like they're really from a from a true and heartfelt place like i feel like a lot of the stuff is from this album oh gosh i'll go with you but yeah now that we've now that we've dug dug through some philosophy you want to you want to dig into the album musical philosophy um maybe not philosophy yeah. but just personal perspective honestly i don't have many like specifics i don't know about y'all um i liked mavis staples's feature yeah. on witness on
Um, I don't know if you if you picked up on that, Jordan, but Mavis Staples, who was in the Run the Jewel song. Um, oh my gosh! She was wait. she did the background vocals for Witness. Oh my! She did the background <laughs> vocals, dude. <laughs> Nick, I haven't even oh, talked to you so since funny. then. I forgot so about funny. that. Oh my gosh! But yeah, yeah, she she's she does the background vocals on Witness, and you can also hear her at the oh, tail end of "Truth Is Heavy," like when the music's all dying down at the end. You can kind of hear her in the background, like it's the same feature, just like repeated again under the mix in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Um, Nick, we're talking after, but um, wait. So that was the that was the same girl. Yeah, Mavis Staples. Well, on woman. Which song again? Yes. Sorry, I just, I just uh, witness the like okay. title track. Sorry, I kept, I kept thinking of, I just kept thinking of Nick real quick. Gonna be a witness. Um, okay, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed uh, her her background vocals on that song. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> sorry, Nick. Sorry. No, no, I understood. Um, again. Uh, I, so I kind of talked about it already, but again, motivation. I like the strumming a lot. Um, I just like his the kind of screechy. I, I don't want to say like screechiness because it's not screechy. It's not like it's like oh my gosh, it's like whistly, but like also it's not like harsh, you know. Yeah. And it's like it's not like super. It, it is a little bit quiet, but it like is there, you know. I don't know how to explain it, dude. Yeah, you're you're just talking about his voice, right? Yeah, I was mostly talking about on motivation too. Mm-hmm. Actually, never mind. His, his voice sounds really good on motivation. Um, then off the ground, I used to like because it started out slow and then got really fast. Um, it was just a very dynamic. I like dynamic songs a lot too. Mm-hmm. Non-static songs we love, <laughs> and I did like believe a lot too. Yeah, I forgot to say that it was. It was that was more just like a good song, you know. Um, um, like it, it then it's like if, if I was to pick like a good just like regular song on this album, it'd probably be that one. Since uh, uh, yeah, I just I just, I just thought it was pretty it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of my it. Yeah, I I struggle going back and forth with my favorite song on this album. But it's 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 neck and neck with the other contenders for the favorite song, for my favorite song on the album. It's it's always been. Um, I played it enough in my car to where Sarah used to know it, at least. So it's a oh this I, I, wait I, I sorry which what'd you say which song uh, believe. Okay okay. I I keep thinking of the album and I forget what songs you guys say. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. But um. Yeah, Jamie mentioned the, the chorus earlier, the I just want to believe in something. I don't care if it's right or wrong. And that, I feel like that resonates just as much as the, the bridge does. Uh, and now it's hard to swallow. You found something to follow, but you're still feeling hollow. I don't know what I'm missing. It's like, yeah, it's it, like so, so many lyrics, and especially those in this album, really, really hit home in the regard to like devoting your life to something you feel like is bigger than you but then also simultaneously struggling with how it's hard to to really um feel like that like thing is real that you're working for 
when there when there's no tangible like evidence or or, yeah. or when so many things still seem so so wrong yeah. and, and uh, in a, in a spiritual sense you can relate it that way but um that's kind of that's kind of crazy actually yeah. cuz i feel that way a lot of us like i guess a relationship technically is just like a manifestation of two people like a, re- a relationship technically doesn't exist you know you mean like yeah <laughs> sorry like okay, it, wait let me let you me mean like it exists to the extent to which you that both people have to agree yeah. that like it's a thing you know uh-huh. yeah it um, extends to the point of uh, to the point in which uh you both give it um yeah context. yeah it's like loki like a social construct would that be the right yeah, i mean yeah term? that'd be a social well, construct yeah. Uh-huh. yeah um or even like honestly even and i i've struggled this a little bit right now like getting a degree right now i'm like it seems kind of just like weird that i'm doing classes to like get something that i can then use to get something else you know it just seems like a lot of like like and this is this is definitely more tangible i guess i just recently i've been thinking about it like this it's like it's like i'm doing work but i've been doing work for like 21 years you know and like we're at the end where it is about to pay off but like for so long i've just been like doing work and doing work with the hopes of it like being something at the end and i am but then it's like what do you it it, once we finish there's nothing like again tangible i mean i i i guess i guess like a degree is tangible i I don't want to say that but you know what i'm saying like i get what you mean though like like when you go to work you don't like you're not working to get a good grade yeah yeah working to not get fired and do a good job (laughs) yeah it's like we've learned a lot but even how much of that that we learned is actually gonna be used like in our everyday job you know it'll be it'll be less of the amount we've learned, but way more in depth of a little bit that we've learned. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or maybe, maybe you're gonna do something else, at, like not even close to that. You know, yeah, I don't true. know. Sometimes, that's true. but life's just a bunch of random variables interacting. Hey, hey. <laughs> how the hell did we get here? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got up to plug my phone in. <laughs> And then I came back to this. Smonking that. Smonking that. Bro, am I am I right when I say that we just want to believe in something? We don't care if it's <laughs> right or wrong. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, Nick, there wasn't a bunch of other standout songs on the album, which is why I don't have like a ton ton to say about uh, it. Um it's, yeah, Nick. Do you yeah. do you uh, do you have anything else you wanna you wanna add before we rate it? Yeah, I feel like it's 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 almost ironic how little you guys have to say about the album and how, how <laughs> really? many like notes I typed up. No, like I don't I, I don't want to go I... on like a speech about like <laughs> everything I love about the album for the last like fifteen minutes of the podcast. It wouldn't be fifteen minutes, but no, 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 no. You can no, to- totally do that. We but can, we can like... stem conversation off of it for sure. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's just I, I don't think it resonated with me and Jamie yeah, yeah. as much, uh, and that's that's so, totally natural. Like we've talked about before, sometimes they just they just don't scratch the itch, like yeah, like they do for other people. But um, yeah, uh, I thought it was I thought it was interesting that uh, I think Jamie and I don't know how you felt about it, Jordan, but that I know Jamie said he didn't like write on you as much as the other songs in the album, and it definitely is kind of like a standout in the the feel of it. But um, I just feel like the the rhythm of it 
and maybe it's because I love the other songs so much, but the rhythm of it is like really infectious, like the the tempo it yeah. has and the 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 rhythm of the of the drums in the background, and it sounds like as as an intro to the album, um, it kind of reflects some of his his uh, first album with the energy that it had, but it definitely it yeah. like. As soon as it transitions into motivation, you realize like, oh, this is a different experience than than his first album. Yeah, I li- I I actually I do like the the transition at the end of the song is very good with that. Um, I think I think the the like what really didn't do it for me was like it, it's what like two minutes long. Yeah, I think so. It's around like, but two, it feels two very. It feels very disjointed. Uh-huh. I think is the like because the start of it. Okay, honestly, the start of it reminds me a lot of I don't know why, but it reminds me of um, a Sturgill's like second newest album. Of like, it's got like a Ronin like on Ronin? it. It's got yeah. the car. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was something about the way that the intro, like the weird electronicness to it. Uh-huh. hate that like i like that kind of music it just the song didn't really feel like it flowed to me like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it really eased into so it just felt like kind of like different views kind of just thrown together i don't know it just and, and it didn't feel very cohesive to me for some reason uh-huh. i think that was the the big drawback i had on it and that was that was um that was kind of how i felt about on earth tones on the bahamas album that we did like weeks ago the first the first song on that album I feel like is really different than like almost the rest of the songs on the album. It it starts off on Which such one's like, the first one on that one? Uh it was called I think it's called Alone. Yeah. But it's just it's just so different than like the the relaxed well, relaxed and just like slower tempo nature or like uh like the the other songs on that album have such just like a groove to them most of the time. And that one, that one feels more. It it feels like it has more of an ominous tone, kind of like this one does. But um, yeah, maybe that's what it was. I just I couldn't get into like a groove to like really feel. Yeah. the first song. Uh huh. It's a uh, like like to me, like the the song is pretty kind of like chaotic in a way, especially in the beginning when you hear like the weird like guitar twangs and like weird electronic noises when it's when it's uh building to that like really fast drumming and like explosion into the to the first verse it sounds just very strange but um and i could definitely see how that um it isn't isn't desirable by everyone but 
uh, it it's kind of like an energetic start for me, and then and then the rest of the album kind of like calms you down and, and pulls you into a to a to a state where you're like uh, susceptible or like uh, where where you're ready to experience the rest of the the calmer emotions on the album. I say that, but like it's it's right on you. And then it's motivation, which is calmer and inspirational. But right after motivation, I think witness is the next song, and that's that's a pretty like confrontational song, especially in um, especially in like times now with how how big um, like uh, like th- this was written in twenty seventeen, and police brutality has been going on for forever, but. And it resonated back then, but uh, it's it's especially relevant today. Like uh, so many lyrics in in witness, like. first verse is um when, when your mother's when your mother's crying brother's dying tv's lying all the reasons in the world don't mean shit to me now like it, like uh it, he he's talking about um being a witness to all these like terrible things that are happening right. in our society like like uh it's just the 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 whole hook to the song is am i going to be a witness am i going to be a witness like am i going to see one of these things that's just like an example of how far we're we're yet to come today you know mm-hmm. and, yeah uh, uh, when i was reading like the the song's lyrics on genius there was a there was a statement linked to his website for for like a statement that he released alongside i think it was alongside the album whenever it was released either the album or the single but basically he talks about um, his experience creating the album and at the end of it he talks about um why why he called the album witness specifically but um uh he says what's the difference what's the difference between a spokesman and a witness a spokesman assumes that he's speaking for others. I never assumed that. I never assumed that I could. And then he goes on to say some more things. But he also says, at the very end, the closing lines of the statement are, Witness asks two questions that I think everyone in America needs to ask. Am I going to be a witness? And in today's world, is that enough? And I think he was um, insinuating by that, by saying spokesman, like the term spokesman assumes that you're speaking for others, but witness witness is just seeing something and not speaking up for what you saw, not speaking for the like terrible things that you've seen. Like, and, and when I saw that, like 
so many times I've listened to that song Witness and just thought like, oh, am I going to see this, see something like, am I going to witness like these terrible acts of violence that happen in our world today? Like, am I going to witness these, um, uh, these instances of people like abusing their power to, to, um, take control of the situation? But like, when I read that statement, it was like, like being a witness is being like, you're not it, like you see something and you don't speak up about it. Like, am I going to be a witness? Am yeah. I, am I not going to have the courage to speak up about these things took it took it to a different level to a different perspective and that that was one thing that made me resonate with and enjoy the album even more after i kind of dissected it i got you and even like just just a real quick point it's like almost ironic how progressive everyone thinks they are and then like 10 years later (laughs) like more progressiveness happens Uh It's like in 2008, or wait, is it 2008? It was, it was sometime in 2008, 2010, like when gay marriage got uh, legalized. Or was that in 2008? No. It was in 2012, It was right? like 2013 or 2014. Okay, I, I was about to say, I was about to say, I know it, it was under the Obama administration. I thought it was the first term, but it might have been the second term. But uh, oh, it was definitely the second like, term. It might have been later than that. It might have been like 14 honestly, or 15. I, I, dude, I... Dude, wait. I'm I'm so wait. Why don't I know this? Jesus, hold up. I forget the name of the case, but I think we talked about it in high school. Dude, it was Oberfeld. Tw- yeah, June twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. It was the summer twenty fifteen. Yeah. Why do I remember it being so much earlier? I don't know because oh I remember God. that was a constant thing where I was like, "Really, y'all are like opposed to whoever's getting married? <laughs> wow. That's crazy." Um, this is this okay, is a watch. Well, <laughs> anyways damn that even that even makes my point even more now because mm-hmm. it's like it's like people are like like even in 2010 they're like yeah we're really progressive blah 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 and then 2020 now we're even more progressive sometimes i think it's like everyone's the exact same how they've always been and nothing's really progressing okay things are definitely progressing like now and it's easier to see it but like when i was younger it's like is anything actually happening or people just have their own opinions and like are just you know keeping to themselves i don't know we don't we don't we, we don't have to talk about that right now. But anyways. It's a blend. It yeah, it takes it takes a ton to change someone's mind like completely about an issue, I think. But yeah. But I think I think some people, not all people, but I think some people are susceptible to to change and different ideas and things. You just have to present opinions to them in opinions to them in in a way that it doesn't in an approachable format. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't like assault them for what they currently believe. Right. Like, like, hey, maybe you believe this, but like, don't you think it would be beneficial for these other people if, if you thought that they deserved access to this or or something like this? Like, but, yeah, yeah, kind of like what college did for, like, I think us. I think like most college students, it's not like turning us into like crazy kids or anything it's just like shining a light on um other people's situations that we weren't that we weren't exposed to in in high school or in in the places we came from and and it's like hey like true like not everyone is like how how you were raised or how um or like had the had the resources you did to succeed like you should yeah 
at least try and empathize with with their situation and how like uh yeah like that but yeah no i 100 percent agree nick you could have said it better could have said it better myself i, I appreciate that George. I, I i don't uh credit myself as any sort of public speaker but i hope i uh <laughs> I I said a little bit insightful about the topic but but yeah this is like so so much of this the lyrics in this album uh kind of do like what we're talking about right now like about societal change on a grand scale and also uh just um trying to trying to improve who you are on a on a person-to-person scale so many of those things are represented in this album to me yeah like from believe like we talked about from witness on a grander scale um one song i've really always loved the instrumentation to and then once i dug into it i really loved the lyrics to was overtime um uh i think i think what i love about it the most is like it's just kind of like an inspirational song like motivation is um the kind of message that i get from it is that good things require work in this world the the best things that come from your life require your dedication to them they don't just like they don't just sit there and get better they they get better because you focus on them and you 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 notice that you need to like make them a priority that you need to make them a goal like like life just doesn't happen life can just happen if you if you let it just happen but the best things in life come when you really notice them and you notice hey this is a thing i should i should prioritize and and devote my time into like uh uh, like the the what was i thinking in the in the chorus in the or maybe it's the pre-chorus or i i just know a lot of times in the song he says no more waking up what was I thinking? No more waking up with a what was I thinking? The singing, out You could have it all if you just the line no more waking up is kind of analogous to contemplations of, of suicide. Like, and he, and he's realizing like no more waking up. What was I thinking? Like, like I, I deserve a place to, to be in this world and to, to go after the things that I want to set my goals and to, to get those things. It's a, it's a motivational song. Just like this song. Motivation is motivation. Oh yeah. I see how you tie that together. <laughs> yeah. But, um, let me see. Yeah. One of my favorite lines in the song is, uh, not lines, but just verses from the song is, I believe you know that you feel it on the nights you're all alone, that life's not some glossy love song. You've got to work for the good things in this world. A good person's worth the overtime. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
like I said, talking about this one already, a good person's worth the overtime. The people and just good things in life are worth the effort you put into them. You 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 should prioritize them because those human relationships are better than like other accolades, I guess, that you could receive in life. And I, I resonate with that opinion and that's and, and that philosophy and that's why I, I resonate with the song so much. Yeah, for sure. I mean that's the whole album's just like a just like introspective look at uh, you know admirable ideals about uh, how life should be led yeah mm-hmm. and he um, in the the statement that he released on the, on his website alongside the release of the album he um, he talks about how it seems like he he kind of had a lot of writer's block and he, he couldn't really think of material for this new album until he took you could call it a sabbatical in a sense but he he said that he just like spontaneously took a trip to mexico and he didn't really know any spanish and he 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 just wanted to like go to a place um by himself where he could think about stuff and where he could yeah he could really put down like all of his like rawest feelings on into onto paper and and make these songs and, and things like that but yeah yeah i carry the second to last song also a really good song um it's it's one of the slowest songs on the album i really like the the piano um i feel like the piano kind of drives the song and it's one of my favorite um aspects of a lot of music and, and it's one reason i'm i'm driven to the song but uh, the the hook is also the hook, like like we're talking about a rap song. <laughs> what song again, uh, Nick? Carrie, Sorry, the second to last song. Okay, it says feels like the roof's caving in. Uh, yeah, hook. after all of this shit, I'd be thankful to ha- have it to endow a gift from above. Feels like the roof's caving in after all of this shit. I'd be It's a very cathartic song in the sense that it's like, like after everything I've been through, I'd really just like a little something good, like, um, yeah. Just said like um, yeah. <laughs> very uh, thought provoking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like Harry. It's yeah. a, it's probably one of the better songs to me. Uh-huh. And uh, w- one of the lines I've always enjoyed is even in dreams I don't win I don't even get bronze all my teeth fall out mm-hmm. like what <laughs> it, what yeah. people talk about that in stress dreams like losing teeth and stuff that's oh, a really common oh, okay. stress dreams yeah I didn't know that 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 grounds it a little more because right every time right. I've heard the yeah, song I guess I'm... if you don't know that weird trivial medical fact then it's like what the hell yeah why Every time I yeah, heard the song, like I was a, like, his teeth fall out? What? Like, you're dreaming about yeah, your teeth Yeah, people will talk about that. Yeah, people will talk about that. They'll say, like, they'll be stressed, like, late to school, and then they, like, feel something in their mouth, and then it's like their teeth start to fall out and stuff like that. Oh, wow. That's a pretty common, like, uh, 
weird symptom of stress is having dreams where that shit happens. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, that's an it's an even deeper uh, deeper meaning to a deep deep cut. losing in your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think a, a song I have a greater appreciation for um, after doing all this analysis is probably all was well just the last song of the album because um i never really dug into the lyrics and it and it it wasn't one of my favorite songs on the album it was always just the one it finished off with and i I let it keep playing but um the majority of the song is uh why can't i think of it right now the the majority of the song is one like refrain like if i have my way if I have have it, they'll sanctify it. If I have my way, I'll tear this building down. If I have my way, if I ever, I'll sanctify. If I have my way, I'll tear this building down. If I have my way, is is the majority of the song. And then he also says, no, I could invent a scene, light it up for good, build around the truth and keep it secret, made excuses all my life till I just believed it, believed it, believe it, believed that all was well. And um, the once I really dug into the lyrics, it, it seemed like he was kind of talking about like a false foundation that he had, had built some of his life on, the believing that it was well like building up this structure around what he says was secret that um and then and then made excuses to to just go with it like I, i've always admired that in any art and especially this album um, attacking those things that once you examine once you examine them that they don't make any sense like realizing things that you you based core beliefs around thinking they don't make sense. It's 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 just a message that's it's always resonated with me. And the and his his refrain of I'll tear this building down, talking about that structure around those secrets that that he just assumed to believe for so long. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's inspiring to to attack those. Um, foundational beliefs that you that you feel like that you doubt that you feel like don't have legitimate foundation to have the courage to to take those on is is an inspiring message and yeah i thought it was a it was a good way to end off the album and the the musicality of the song is interesting considering the majority of the album is isn't quite as up tempo as it and um, and right on you the the beginning and closing songs. I I read one time on his Instagram. I didn't dive deep for the caption in preparation for the podcast, but I I read once that he said that the final song All Was Well was originally recorded as like a nineteen minute jam session, and they cut it down Dang. to like interesting like two minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, but um. Aww. But like he, he just all his fans are like really he he wasn't like complaining about like his record he wasn't like 
oh man, they made me do this. He, he, he was just voicing, like he said, like, oh, I might change some stuff if I release this album again. Like I might put more of, of that experience, that, that extended session in for this song to, to give it more of the feel that I wanted rather than, rather than abbreviate it like we decided to do. He yeah. wasn't like going after his label or anything. But, but yeah. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> oh. Post your entire contract onto Twitter. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, that, that's pretty much everything I've I've written for that. I'm. Uh, I'm yeah, actually. Oh, you, you tapped good. out. Yeah, I, I hope I didn't. I know I rambled a little bit, but I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, you're good. If, if Dude, it's a core album, it's you know, okay. as long as I talked about sounding color, which was True. actually your pick. Like, yeah, sure. you're good. Um, so I guess you, you guys want to hop into the, uh, the ratings with that then? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, you, I guess, uh, you, then Jordan, and then I'll go and I'll announce next week's episode. I give it a, a nine and a half. Sure. Nice. God damn. All right, Jordan, what's, uh, what are you feeling, sir? God. Wait, so it's, it's my turn? Yeah. Cause yes. Could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I was just making sure. I heard you say all that, and then I forgot it all, and then I just wanted to make sure again. Um, I'll give this album a solid. Oh gosh, three. Okay. Nick, I don't mean to break your heart. Okay? <laughs> no, you're fine. No, we we talked about it um, already. I think for me, it's a five and a half. I got you. Uh, and that brings us to a six even which puts it at um it is tied with soul insight okay um man i i should have remembered that album what was the <laughs> lower half that was the marcus king band that was the marcus king one that you uh, messed up your audio for yeah <laughs> oh my i forgot about it was that. also a three that you gave it I should have. I should have just straight out given it a ten. It's too late now, but I'm I'm a generous reviewer. What's let's see, it's it's tied for Jordan's lowest rating with <laughs> Soul Insight and Willie Nelson. Dang, I That's feel like funny. those are three so very different. Uh, huh? Interesting. They're, That's they're like kind of southern three man very. Different Listen, man, a shitty album, a shitty album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, I I have no disrespect towards the people who make who make these albums. I think oh. I think they're doing what they want to do, and that's awesome. Um. Okay, so then I guess I can announce next week's episode. Um, we're gonna kind of continue the. Uh, I don't know, sad music, sure, for lack of a better term. Um, next week we are going to do one of my favorite albums of all time um yeah, honestly one of the ones that like i've been waiting to do the since the inception of this podcast um we're gonna be doing southeastern by jason isbel a masterpiece of music southeastern you say southeastern yeah like the the region of the country in which we live by Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, 
Super 8. That is, yes. That is a that song. Is one of the songs. Sorry, I just saw a song. Um, <laughs> this is... So, like all of his music, um, it is marvelous, but the true beauty is if you can, like, after you give it a listen, on your second listen, like, really look at the lyrics of the songs. He's an, he's a phenomenal lyricism. Um, yeah, this is just, this is, this album is a masterwork. I would, I would agree with Jamie. I would say just listen to it straight up on on your first listen and then try and dig into the lyrics on your, on your second listen, because I've, I've never personally dug into the lyrics of like every song I have on like a couple songs, but, but yeah, it is, uh, it is a very, very good album. Yeah, and there are some where the lyrics are very like, yeah, and it'll I, hit you. And some of them they'll take you by surprise. Like this is definitely an album though that you want to like listen to what it's saying, not just like have it on as like background uh, noise. This is one you want to be able to take in. That's what I said about Meet the Woo too, and you guys still proceeded to give it a three and a four. So well, I mean, uh, I I don't uh-huh. foresee you rating it. Much, this one much more than a three or a four. I'm kidding, but, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, uh, I'm trying to stir the pot too yeah, much. I, don't I think know why. I don't know that you'll necessarily like. I don't think this is necessarily going to be an album you're going to listen to more of, Jordan. But I do think that it has a lot to offer if you like, like really tune in your ear to it. No, it's a, it, he's the same guy who does the. I just haven't met you yet. I'm pretty sure that's Michael Buble. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> is that Michael Bublé who does that? Beat your ass. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Right? Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm excited though. This is this is one of my like legitimately favorite albums of all time, I think. Um so yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it fares the gauntlet next week. Um I guess we just want to Real, uh, what are we at? We're at like, what are we at? Yeah, so I guess we'll just rattle off pretty quick what we've been listening to. Um, All right. For me, it was listen to this again, the like southeastern again to make sure that it was in fact. I thought I w- I was ready to do it. Uh, I think I am. Um, what else have I been listening to? Some highly suspect. Honestly, oh, really? I've been listening to highly suspect again out of nowhere. Um. Yeah, a few podcasts here and there. Nothing too specific this week. Gosh. Um, I've been listening to Sturgill Simpson's new album. It covers a lot of the music he's come out with over the years. Cutting Grass, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is good. Album Sundowner by Kevin Morby, also pretty good. And also just some Bahamas, uh, Knox Fortune. Toro Imoa and Run the Jewels. Their concert, Run the Jewels, that concert was really good. Oh, oh and uh, yeah, we all went to a concert or we watched the live Run the Jewels concert. We all watched the concert really from my uh, living room and it was incredible. It, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, Jordan, what have you been tickling your, uh, what are they called? Hammer and... Ivories? No, they, you're the parts of your ear. My hemorrhoids? No. <laughs> your uh, uvula? Um, uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. We're done. Uh, anyways, I've been listening to the plug. J One and Blueface came out the song. 
I listen to all the Blueface features. Gotcha. And J1 is actually, I think the plug's a beat artist, because no one else is singing this song. But, uh... Like David Guetta. <laughs> yes. But, like, J1, um, he's a, he's a UK rapper. So, you know, it's, it's a little more flair. Other than that, it's just been a lot of pop smoke, so I don't know why, dude. I just never get never get tired of his music. I mean, everyone's got an artist like that. Oh, no, mate. Nice. But, yeah. Gotcha. All right, well, then I guess uh, I guess we can we'll wrap her up on that one, then. Um, yeah, uh, we just wanted to say thanks again for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at Southeastern by Jason Isbell. Uh, be sure to listen to it so you can have your own thoughts and kind of mentally join in the discussion. Uh, you know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on YouTube, or you can also tweet them at us. Uh, we're on Twitter at at ListenUpPod, and that account as well as our personal handles are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Um, you know, also, if you enjoyed the episode, I guess, you know, if you didn't enjoy it too, but definitely if you enjoyed it, uh, if you wouldn't mind taking the time out of your day to throw a rating or review wherever you found it, um, that kind of helps us out. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, for now, uh, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up. Listen up.